Hey, it's Meg. Before we get started with this episode, I wanted to let you know that I took this conversation solo. This next guest and I go way back, and it just made sense for the flow and nature of this conversation because of how personal my relationship is with this guest. I hope you enjoy it. Hi, I'm Amy Tianyi Zhao, a Chinese living in America. And I'm Meg, an American who married into a Chinese family. We're the host of The Spark, a podcast that explores what it means to traverse between cultures, interrupt barriers, and create connections. 大家好，我们是火花电台，一档致力于打破文化边界，偶尔以中英双语录制的播客节目。欢迎你和我们一起用对话启迪思想，用好奇点亮可能。Okay, hey everybody! I'm over the moon to share with you this next guest. She's someone I've known since I was 16 years old. I met、um, Diane Schaefer Saran when I was a junior at Warrenton High School on the coast of Oregon, and she was a sophomore foreign exchange student from Stuttgart, Germany. Diane was the first foreign exchange student that I ever knew and came to be friends with, close friends too. Our friendship has been. One wildly beautiful ride over the past eleven years and counting, and I was just thinking about it yesterday. I cannot believe it's been eleven years. That's like over a decade.、Um, but it's it's had its ups, it's had its downs, it's endured time, distance, and the ebb and flow of life and friendship itself. It's spanned across oceans and time zones. Both of us trekking the space between Germany and the United States to see one another, and finding time to catch up over Skype. Early in the morning or late at night, when we were apart, and the truth is, Diane is someone in between. She's something in between a sister and a cousin to me. <laughs> Every time we talk, even if it's been years that have passed, it feels like coming home. We've lived, we've learned, we've grown up together. She holds safe a part of me that was the me before I knew who I was. In fact, I would argue that my friendship with Diane has shaped a part of who I am today. Diane taught me not to take myself too seriously, to stand up for myself, speak my mind, have fun, let go of fear, and she ignited my love for Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I can't tell you how many nights Diane and I have foregone sleep to be in conversation, and now here we are in conversation today. Diane, it's an honor and a joy to have you here today and to share you with the Spark, the Sparks listeners. <laughs> wow, what an introduction! I'm flattered. <laughs> This was such a beautiful little like catch up on our history, and I almost got like teary eyed thinking about everything we've been through. And yeah, I'm so happy for the years that we've shared and our friendship and how it's evolved. And I can only. Thank you for everything we've been through together, and it's been just a great journey. And I can't wait for the future and what it holds for us, and where we'll end up. And hopefully, that we'll actually get to see one another now that the travel ban has been lifted, and then we can visit each other again. I hope so too. I hope so too. I really, I can't thank you enough too. Like honestly, as I was writing this, you know, to prepare for this interview, I was just. Reflecting on our time together, and I think one of the most beautiful things too about our friendship is the fact that it's real. You know, like I feel like we don't have to like. I I think like all parts are held, if that makes sense. It's not just like、yeah. 
you know, like we're friends and everything's great. All the, or, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, we're, we allow ourselves to be human in this relationship. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I, would say, I would say that it's been a real authentic friendship and not just, I don't know, on the surface, like we went real deep <laughs> into each other's lives. And I don't know, we've each met our families and been on vacation with one another. And I think that says a lot about our friendship. Mm-hmm. I totally, I totally agree. I want to, so I'm so excited to just to share you with our community here. <laughs> and I wish they all, like everyone could have a friend like you and to be able to even like know you. I mean, it's, it's truly, it's such an honor and a joy. And so I want to, I want to start back before we knew each other back before you probably, maybe you didn't even know you were, you wanted to be a foreign exchange student. Um, but tell me about how you grew up like way back in the very beginning where all good stories start. Yeah, I guess I'll start before I was just the German as everybody would refer me to. So yeah, basically, I mean, I grew up, my family is, um, they mostly work in the hotel business. And so when I grew up, we would move around a lot to different cities and relocate oftentimes my sister, even more than me, but, and then I have a French mom. So I guess I grew up bilingual and I guess moving around had kind of always been in my life. So it always got me curious and not, I don't know, I never had this safe home, I would say, where I knew, okay, this is my home because I, in my mind, I have so many homes now um, because of how many times I would travel. And yeah, that kind of um, influenced me in a lot of ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. I guess too, um, you know, you had that travel background when you were growing up and, and the different places that you explored and, and the way that you grew up, the childhood and all of that. I, was there a moment, like take us to the moment that you knew you wanted to become a foreign exchange student. Was it when you were younger or tell us about that? <laughs> I would say, I mean, basically American pop culture has been a real thing here in Germany for forever, I guess, or since I can remember. And even though I never realized it, I think this had a major influence on me and me kind of developing this, this want to be an exchange student. And so when I would be 13 or 14, and you know, I would watch these shows on a Disney channel and kind of actually we didn't even have Disney channel I would have to watch them on YouTube and like in really bad quality and I would watch Hannah Montana and all these kind of high school shows and I guess in some way this has influenced me and I was like oh my god I really want to experience it and made me so curious also and then I kind of convinced my dad and told him you know uh, I want to go only for the purpose of improving my English of course you know so I mean which was also a big thing but I don't know I I since I always kind of moved and I was always curious okay now I want to try something new I want to be on my own I want to see a new culture and I want to see what it's like to actually be in an American high school like in Hannah Montana or all these other shows and see like cheerleaders and football games and it just seems so exciting and I guess that's um, the main reason why I wanted to become an, ex- uh, an exchange student. 
I love yeah. that. Was Hannah Montana your favorite show? I can't remember which one was your I favorite. So. I had a huge <laughs> I was kind of obsessed back then with Miley Cyrus and every song that she would play. And yeah, Hannah Montana for sure has a big influence on me. Not anymore, but back then. I love that so much. I remember that. And we learned, there's that one dance we learned that one summer. That oh my What was that called again? <laughs> oh, it was called, oh my goodness. I don't remember. I remember the melody and the dance moves, but not the title of the song. But I remember, <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, there were two dances. There's the one, the hoedown throwdown, I think that we learned. And then we also learned the one where she was a bit more mature. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, Diane taught me um, those dances in like one summer and we did them like all summer too. Like every- I forced you. <laughs> you did. You were like, okay, we're practicing now. And then- <laughs> that was such a fun summer because yeah we Diane taught me how to dance these certain dances she was teaching me how to swim like I was like I was like in Diane's like summer camp it was so much fun (laughs) (laughs) we would wake up and I remember this was such an American like um stereotype but I remember we were I was staying at your place and I would wake up and my breakfast was like not Hagen does, but it was like ice cream, uh, double chocolate chip brownie fudge or something like that. And (laughs) I don't know. I just had the best time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. So, so you were watching these shows and you were really just, you had this idea of what you, why you wanted to become an exchange student. Like you wanted to experience what you were what you were watching in these shows. And, and I watched the same shows too, like growing up. And I, I was envious of that high school experience too. And as we both know, that's not quite like what Warrington high school was like <laughs> necessarily, but I want to ask you before, like I say anything more, I want to ask you like, what was your experience actually like, because you definitely shared like your expectations and what you thought it was going to look like based off of like shows like Hannah Montana, but tell us from your perspective, what it was like for you when you first came to America, when you first stepped into Warrington high school, like take us through that whole journey. Like what that was like when you came to the States for the first time, your journey here, and then your even like right up to your first day of school and beyond. Oh my goodness. Um, all right. So basically I signed up with this agency called EF and they are um, kind of the middleman in um, taking on German students that want to go abroad and then placing them in host families in the United States. And back then, you couldn't really choose where you wanted to go. But in my mind, I had this picture of, of course, living in California, right by the ocean, having a big house, a big pool, having host um siblings that are my age and we would drive around in like our jeep wrangler and then we would drive to high school and our high school was <laughs> major and there were events all the time and I mean uh cheer I would be a cheerleader cheerleader and all these things that I had pictured in my mind and then yeah it turned out to be nothing like that but now in hindsight I am really happy about it because um yeah it was nothing like I expected or what I had wished for or even thought it would be but I think this made it even better and more authentic because I ended up in a family of four and they had two little girls that were back then I think they were five and seven 
yeah because now the oldest one is turning 18 so um <laughs> and we were living in this small town uh with like I don't know 2,000 people living in it the tiniest high school ever and there were actually no cheerleaders at the high school no so, <laughs> I remember I was really hoping for those but nope and yeah and it, I guess the experience was so much better than I had could have ever hoped for I tried new things I joined track and I ended up loving it and um I just think my life there was so authentic you know I I just when I expected to kind of be there and watch everything from afar and kind of kind of like a zoo where I would just go and see how everyone was living it but I don't know how but it kind of swallowed me the life there and I at some point I don't even realize when it was the exact moment but I was fully integrated I had my friend group and I was just a part of them and I think that was what I didn't expect but what I was so happy about and I remember the first day so well and even the day before going to the high school and I went there with my host mom and we went to see the um we went to see Mr. High and the the headmaster of the school and we would kind of go over the subjects that I would have to uh to do and I remember him being so excited about me joining this class called fisheries I don't know if you remember yes. that. yes <laughs> yep <laughs> it was like the proudest thing for him to tell me about this class and people had to write motivational letters to get into it and he just put me in it and I honestly didn't even want to be a part of the class because we had to feed these fish and my hands would smell and oh my goodness but it was just fun trying out new things and um and I guess um yeah I just became a part of the life there and and I was so surprised at the school system and how much I actually enjoyed it it was so different than from from Germany you know I felt like the teachers and the students had such more of a bond and because I guess in Europe the stereotype of U.S. school school system it's that it isn't as good or I don't know I mean of course it depends from school to school but I felt like there was a true connection and and students could talk to their teachers it was more personal and even though high school in the U.S. is only four years and where in Germany it's like from fifth grade until 12th grade you're in the same school I still felt that the relationship was much much different and I really liked how involved the students were in school and all the after-school activities such as track or basketball and everybody kind of had their thing and in Germany it's like okay you go to school and you go home and then if you're you have something other than school then it's on your own it's private but I don't know I really liked how it made everybody in the school kind of create a bond within a bond of school I don't know so that's something that I was surprised and I, I really enjoyed it and and also just the fact how some of the stereotypes were so wrong like in my mind I felt like the Americans they were really active you know especially with my family we went fishing we went camping it was so family oriented and that's something that I really really enjoyed I love yeah. that yeah absolutely I think the thing too I mean I remember like seeing you in the school for the first time and 
I think you really dove in head first into the experience because I feel like, I mean, everyone experiences things and goes about things differently, no matter what it is. And I think for you, when you came to Warrington High School, you really dove in. You were like, I'm going to like meet all the people. I'm going <laughs> to do all the things. I'm going to just take this experience and, and milk it for like every last drop, like until right up until you left, I think too, because it was, I, I think the thing is too, is you and you do, you still have this, like you had like just a great sense of humor about things too. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember, I can't remember what it was exactly for, but do you remember in Mr. Carpenter's class, we had to give some sort of like group presentation about some historical event and it was about I think like some sort of war and you you were up at the front and you were talking about something like some action like America took and you were like yeah you guys did that (laughs) you know what I mean and it just like really lightened up like the history of things and you were the only person in the whole class that could say that because you like you weren't American, you know, so you could be like, yeah, you Americans, like you bombed this. And, uh, (laughs) and I just thought that was so funny because it just kind of, I don't know. It was, it wasn't just things like that too. It was like other things. Like you just really like brought this like flair and like sense of humor that I think allowed people and you as well to just create that really strong bond more than I think I've seen. And I can't speak for, you know, barely anybody else's experience but and plus I'm friends with you so I'm biased but (laughs) I just feel like for example like if our class reunion our 10-year class reunion for Warrington High School is next year and I feel like if you were to show up I feel like everybody'd be like hey diet like even though you weren't even like in our grade well now I really want to (laughs) come right I know I don't even know what the plans are for that but it's crazy like it's been 10 years but um I mean I did go on your guys's like graduation you did party or and it was like the year wasn't it the year after when I returned that I joined you guys oh I don't remember yes because you came back for you came back for um, Your graduation. that summer, my graduation. Yeah. Yes. And you did. You came on the bus party. I forgot. About yeah. that. <laughs> my goodness. That was funny. I yeah. Know. But I remember my first school day, like, like nothing before, like I remember arriving in school and I was so nervous. And then the biggest, my biggest fear was, okay, lunchtime, who am I going to oh. sit next to? And then I remember standing in line and I had this moment in my mind where I kind of had this flashback of the movie Mean Girls where Lindsay Lohan kind of sits in the bathroom stall by herself because she couldn't find a table and I was thinking all right so in the next 15 minutes this is gonna be me you know and then (laughs) and then I remember one of uh, the the girls she would come up to me and um, she asked me to join her at the table and I don't know it was just I was just so happy in that moment because I was like about to receive my food. I was like, oh, thank goodness. I'm not going to be by myself. And, oh. and that was just, I think, what kind of took all my fears away that moment because I was like, okay, everybody's so welcoming, you know? It's mm-hmm. really, the Americans, they're just so welcoming. <laughs> it's <just> so nice. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Absolutely. I like, I like that you shared that because I feel like, I mean, 
I remember my first day of high school period and I was like literally sweating through my jacket that I had. I was so nervous, but I can't even imagine like what that would be like to walk into a brand new high school in a country that's far away from home. And, you know, you're kind of on your own in that moment at a very vulnerable time in your life too. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it was definitely, definitely an exciting moment, but at the same time, I just knew for some reason that it would work out. I don't know. I was just so happy to be there in that moment, actually being in a high school and having my locker and all these things just was just so nice. Yeah. I was really happy about it. Totally. So I want to ask you two things. What do you think was the hardest part about your experience? And what do you think was the easiest part about your experience? Like making that transition? The transition. I think the 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 hardest part might have been um just basically getting used to my new surroundings i had a new family getting to know everyone everything and then still in the beginning i had some language barriers because my english wasn't at the level where it's at now i mean which it is thanks to this experience so i still struggled a little bit and i remember oh my goodness i'm going to have to like learn math but in English and I don't even understand math in German so I was thinking <laughs> how how will I be able to do this and I think that was something that I was afraid of but then I don't know for some reason everything just fell into place I had this um, friend of mine we would have um, what was the class called like study hall or something oh yeah was it in the library exactly and then yeah. I had this friend of mine and it was um, what was her name? Michelle Real, I think. And oh yeah, and I she was about her. So, yeah, she was so nice. And then she would, um, every time we would have study hall together, she would help me with my math homework and go over questions. And I don't know, my experience, everything just, it all happened so that I could be successful in the end. And then with my family, I got along with great. They were super supportive and. Um, would drive me to my track practices or um, to go feed my fish. <laughs> and so everything was just, it all worked out in the end. Oh, and what do you feel like was the easiest part in it all? Getting integrated, I think. Finding, really creating a life for myself and fitting in and mm -hmm. becoming one of you guys, you know, that was like, <laughs> The easiest part where I thought oh my god it's going to be so hard to make friends there because because in my mind in I would think oh why would people want to kind of get involved in your life if you're only there for six months because mm. it adds no value or there's no long-term um relationship or I mean only long distance in in long term and so mm -hmm. I was afraid that people wouldn't really give me a chance because I think, oh, it wouldn't be worth it because in six months, this person is going to be gone. So that was something that I was afraid of. Absolutely. Yeah. That makes sense. It's so interesting too, because you totally proved all of that wrong. I mean, I feel like you still have very deep connections with people that we went to school with. Like, even if you haven't talked with them in a long time, or if you haven't yeah. seen them in a long time, 
Like I know for a fact, if you were to come back to Warrington at any point, everybody would be like, Oh, Hey Diane, you know, like they just, everybody knows you. And I, it's hard to, I totally forgot to, you were only there for six months. It felt like, it felt like so much longer. It really did. I wish it could have been, I really didn't want to go back. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I have another like two part question too. I mean, through all of this, were there any surprises and then were there any disappointments in the experience? Yeah, I mean, basically um, what I mentioned is um, first the surprise, how much I liked the school system and how much I wish that mine could be more like it, you know, with mm-hmm. after school activities and having track. And I remember signing up for track thinking, oh, this is going to be a one time per week activity because I don't know, that's just how my hobbies in Germany are that you go there once a week. And then I remember either it was you or I don't know, someone else telling me, no, no, this is an everyday thing. And I was like, (laughs) oh my goodness. And then um, having like a real team when when you're so young and that was amazing. Um, That was a big surprise. And then of course, um, having ending up with a completely different host family than I had in my mind. And we only, back then there wasn't like, I mean, there was Skype and all these things, but I don't actually remember me Skyping with them. I think we only spoke through Facebook with a few messages before actually me going over there. So I had no clue who these people were, um, but that was a big surprise on how how well we got along and how great our relationship became. And I mean, I years, on, years later on, I, I mean, now it was two years ago, I did an internship in Florida and my host family, they are in the Coast Guard. And so they would get deployed every about every four years. And then they moved to Jacksonville. And so I visited them in Jacksonville. And one year later, I turned out to have an internship in in Florida. And so that was just amazing because I went up there to see them again. And it was just crazy because was almost 10 years later and seeing all the kids being grown up and yeah that was a big surprise on how close we became and it's a second family for me yeah in a way totally totally it's it's interesting because it it could go either way you know and especially it's hard to believe thinking back then that you really only had that small interaction with them over messenger and all of that and then that was it which is crazy yeah. to think because I think about that. If that were today, I feel like, I mean, and that was just like 10 years ago or so, or 11 or however. Yeah. 11. Yeah. And I feel like now today, like we would be like, Oh, like I need to like meet this person, like yeah, over exactly. some sort of, I need a tour of like the how, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's wild. Oh my like, and once I re- once they revealed the location, I remember going on Google Maps Street View and I would see these like really scary looking houses with a lot of fog. And it was just these crazy, like, I mean, the most horrible pictures you can imagine on Street View with like everywhere was fog and it looked really cold and moist and just like it was raining. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to this ghost town. What am I going to do? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Astoria is, is definitely like a, it's an old town. It's the oldest settlement West of the Rockies. And I think that I never thought about that before, but looking at that without having gone and just like Googling it, basically, 
would be kind of interesting. I mean, like I've always known it. So I've never like had an opportunity to like you look at it. it. I should, I should look at that and like try and look at it from a perspective of having never seen it before because <laughs> I just, they probably, it's, yeah. They probably updated the the pictures now on Street View or through it again, hopefully. <laughs> Maybe they chose a, a sunny day in August instead of one in January or something like that. It's rare. We usually get like one sunny day that's like 80 degrees in like yeah. July or August and that's it. All the rest is like 60, maybe 70 and usually 50 below. Like usually. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh my goodness. Well, how would you say your foreign exchange student experience changed you? Um, I would definitely say it molded my future and also my drive to experience and learn about foreign cultures. I mean, <laughs> it's funny because now I'm actually dating a Brazilian, so it kind hey. of made me more open and like curious of the world instead of being frightened by it or scared. And it's funny because when I talk to people, oftentimes when I tell them, oh, I can imagine living in the U.S. for some time or even in Brazil or wherever, they're like, oh, my goodness, but how can how can you even consider living abroad and not staying in Germany or at least in Europe? And I'm like, well, how can you not? You know, it's just it's it's just it's just so for me going abroad and experiencing something new. It's such an adventure. And I feel more alive when I'm yeah. kind of outside of Germany, because it's like, all right, this is like your one-time chance. Even if I'm there for four years, I feel like I have to take everything within. And whereas when I'm in Germany, it's like, oh, you know, this is something I can do every day. So it's not as special to me. And mm-hmm. I think one other thing that really changed me is kind of finding beauty and simplicity, because mm-hmm. just living in this small town with barely any activities to do, we yeah. <laughs> we kind of came up with just I remember us hanging out in Fred Meyers and <laughs> this was like the thing that we would do after school or we would drive up to the beach and just I don't know before we would grab some food and just hang out there and or even with my host parents we went camping and fishing and there's just so many outdoors activities that that I that I hadn't done in Germany before because it's like here, I, I came from a relatively large city and you would go to the city, you would go to Starbucks and then that was like your day. And there it felt more free. We would do a bonfire at the beach and I just, I just found the beauty in it and kind of, it was very calming, you know, no stress. And I also thought in Germany, a lot of times it's very competitive and kind of people here really care about you know the cars obviously and which model you drive and especially in big cities um what you wear and and there it was like I remember the announcement in high school like pajama pants are not pants please put on like (laughs) regular clothes and in my high school I remember people the girls we would try to kind of outdress one another and who has the fancier clothes and really in the U.S. it was like oh my goodness I'm overdressed and I'm just wearing jeans you know and that was the craziest experience and I just felt so free of judgment and comparison and and that was something that really helped with anxiety and all these things and I don't know I just this was something 
that 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 really changed me you know mm-hmm. absolutely it's so interesting too because all the differences that you're describing I mean I right after you left is when I came I traveled abroad for the first time to Europe and I got to see you too when I <laughs> I was on this music trip and then at the end I ended up in Germany and then Diane it was so special she came all the way like you came all the way to see me I think it was like an hour and a half or so yeah. away and you got a hotel room there and we saw each other even for like a brief moment I think I have like this one video then where we're like saying goodbye again <laughs> you know and it was just Remember. so yes and I it was so crazy because I mean you you experienced like where I grew up and then I had the opportunity shortly after, and then two years after I came and visited you and both of those experiences, that was the first time where I really experienced something much larger and like such a different experience than what I had grown up in, Yeah, you know? So, and I remember yeah. when you came to the city was called like Rotenberg up der Taube. Yeah. And I and I remember back then I still had a, like a license because in Germany you drive when you're like 18. Yeah. So my dad drove me and I remember bringing my sister along because I was like, oh my goodness, I haven't seen these people in like a year. Maybe what if it's awkward or right. we, don't, we don't get along. And so I kind of brought my sister as like a, I don't know how to say, like a, a puffer. Uh, I don't know the English word, kind of like a like a, a buffer, maybe, or yeah, like a buffer, a, exactly, yeah. like an awkward, bu- an awkward buffer. <laughs> and then I was thinking, oh, okay, if anything goes wrong, my sister, she's very open and talkative, so she can just kind of oh my help goodness. Out. And then after like two seconds of seeing each other, I was like, okay, actually, I'm gonna stay here by myself. You guys can go. <laughs> I remember that. Yes, and then we were just like walking around and like getting things to. It was just so natural. You know what I mean? It was. Yeah, because I can't remember. Was it what month did you leave? Did you leave in the spring? I think you left at the end of the school year, right? I left in July. Oh, July. Okay. Right before my birthday, actually. That's right. And was that 2000? Was that 2011? Yeah. I thought it was. Okay. So then it was just like, I think like a month later, like a little bit later. I, because we were on that trip in in July. So it was, was like, it? wow, it was, but it felt like so much longer for some reason. <laughs> I really, I thought it was like at least one year later. I know. But that doesn't at all. Yeah. Yeah. That was so funny though. I do remember that. Cause I, I saw your sister and your dad and I met them for like two seconds for the first time yeah. and we we're like, hi. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to go now. And <laughs> I remember I don't even think that I had planned on staying there the night it was kind of spontaneous I remember I didn't even bring a change of clothes and then we were it was kind of cold and I think where my dad left me his jacket and then we were walking around taking like those our famous paparazzi pictures (laughs) we still have those maybe we'll have to pull those out and share them with people oh my goodness that was yeah that was a nice experience for sure Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I just think about looking from looking back on things too. Like you, when I met you too, and like, and knowing you, like, I always thought that you were, and I still think this, that you were so fearless. And so like, 
nothing phased you. You know what I mean? Like you were just, and I feel like you had like all of those experiences. And for me, like when I ended up going to Europe for the first time and then the second time too, and like experiencing all of that, I definitely at times was, I was a fish out of water sometimes because I wasn't so used to like the city life and like all of that. Yeah. And, and now it doesn't phase me, but it did back then. And thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. I mean, of course now, now thinking about it, I mean, you grew up in this really small town. And then I remember we went to Berlin, which is like the biggest city in Germany yes. with like, I don't know, 3 million people. So of course it was like, a huge culture shock and everybody spoke German around you I mean mm -hmm. back then it was even more I mean even less international than it is now right. but that must have been crazy especially since Berlin is so they're so crazy the people there they're very alternative they dress weird and so as an outsider this can really shock I, I completely understand that mm -hmm. at the time I think too like we were so young I don't think we even realized like what was happening for you or what was happening for me in any, like wherever we were, whether it was the United States or it was in Germany or anything like that. So it's interesting to like, look back now and be like, Oh, like that's what was going on. Or <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but it was like, I don't know. It, it's just, it's amazing to look at your journey and every, you know, moment that, that you've had along the way and, and how, like, the, I mean, truly like this experience really shaped your life. Like, I mean, you've, you've definitely, you've sought out like opportunities and different things to like be back <laughs> in the United States. And of you course. have this, you, you lead this very global lifestyle now too. I mean, like being with somebody from Brazil and, and all of that, I guess too, I mean, you had such a positive experience. I know there's people like my husband, for example, like he had a very bad experience, like as is for an exchange student, um, yeah. in Wisconsin, which is on another episode. If, if you haven't heard that, go back and listen and you can hear that story. Um, but yeah, if anybody's wondering too, what I'm even talking about right now as a listener, but, um, I guess too, you know, being a foreign exchange student is still a very viable option. I know it's a weird time right now with with COVID-19 and everything like that, but what would you tell somebody considering becoming a foreign exchange student? I would tell them, do it. <laughs> I don't know anybody who re like truly regrets it. I know people that didn't like it as much as me or didn't have that amazing of an experience or maybe don't have the same amazing or um, genuine bond with their uh, the friends they made there, the family they have, but I don't really know anybody who said this was the worst decision of my life. I yeah. cannot recommend it because I think any international experience that you can make, you should, you should take it, you know, mm -hmm. it's going to, it's going to show you new things. You're going to learn so much about yourself. And I can only recommend if you have the opportunity, I would say, do it, you know, do it with caution, but, but do it. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, there's never been I've never, like you said, like I've never talked to anybody who's had an experience like yours or who's even just traveled internationally or even for myself, like there's never been an experience where it's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. You know, it's like, it's more, even if it wasn't the most positive experience, it's always put somebody on a path that led them to their best life. You know what I mean? It was, yeah. And I mean, yeah. even 
I'm sure that your husband, even if maybe he didn't have such a great experience, he probably still doesn't regret it. It's it's taught him yeah. other things or shaped him into the person he is today. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you're really unhappy, you can always just go home. It's not like they're holding you hostage or anything like that. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. Yeah, for him, he, I mean, he credits everything to that decision, you know, like being able to everything that he's done now, it's like, because he made that decision. So it's, and you're right. Like if that's the other thing too, if like, I think that's a good rule of thumb in life. Like if there's ever a time, I mean, be adventurous, I think is the first rule. And then if you get somewhere and you're not sure about it and you don't like it, you can always turn around, but at least you went, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that should be everybody's kind of motto is to just try, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it makes me think about the one summer that we had together when you came here and spent the summer. Yeah. In Montana. And then we were in Oregon for part of the time too. But I remember that summer we had one rule and it was like, basically just do it. Like no fear, (laughs) just do it. Like go on the crazy ride at the amusement park. That looks super scary. Like you're going to live after like go jump in the middle of the lake. Like you'll make it like you'll, I remember in that lake was so cold. (laughs) I know. I know. And it was just, I don't know that to me, like that, that like mentality is something I've personally always come back to, especially when I'm like nervous about something. I don't know. It really taught me like that summer with you really taught me like I'm still going to be alive after this scary thing because like we, we did all those things. We just went with no fear and it was like the summer of no fear, just do it kind of thing. And so I think that that's, I don't know. I think it's a, I think it's a good little like memento to keep in your back pocket, you know, especially. That was a great summer. I remember. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the other day when we were catching up ahead of this call, you were telling me about what you're doing now and the work that you're doing now. And instead of me explaining it, I'd love to have you explain it to everybody <laughs> as if I've never heard it at all, um, because I really think it's such a full circle moment for you. So do you want to tell everybody what you yeah, do now? Yeah. Yeah, basically, it's just what you said. I've come full circle because I'm working for um, the company, actually, that sent me to the U.S. back when I was 15. And now, yeah, almost 11 years later, now I'm working for them. However, I'm not working in the high school exchange program. I'm working in their au pair program. So I'm sending Germans um, over to the U.S. as well um, to live with an American host family to help out with kind of their childcare. And at the same time, they also visit like an American university. Um, Yeah, and also become part of their family. You know, it's about cultural exchange and not just about having a babysitter. And it's a little different than the high school exchange program, but the focus is still like new culture, um, living in the US, becoming a part of a new family, gaining one and, it's just an amazing program and talking to these like students that are just about to high, like to graduate and talking to them about, about my experience and, and kind of helping them achieve their goal and their dream to go over there to the U S it's interesting also because they're kind of on the verge of adulthood. You know, they're almost 
18, um, about to leave home for the first time. And it's so different because we only deal with them really. And whereas in high school, it's kind of everything is, is um, done through the parents. And I think one of the major differences that I noticed is that when I did the high school exchange year, I had no fears, but my parents were like scared shitless, you know? <laughs> and, then, and then now talking to these um, potential au pairs, I think them maturing also makes them more aware of what could go wrong. And I never even thought about, oh, what if I don't like my family? This wasn't even in my mind. But my dad was like, oh, what would happen if she doesn't get along with them? But now I think the old pairs that want to go over there, they're the ones to ask me these questions. Because I guess when you grow older, you kind of have more fears. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of nice to just tell them about my experience and that they can always get like into a different family and rematch. And yeah, it's really interesting because now I kind of, work for the company that allowed me to do this exchange and like you said it's like a full circle and I couldn't be happier about it I love that when you told me that the other day because I wasn't totally caught up to speed on where you were at and what you were doing in life and when you told me that it almost gave me chills because (laughs) I mean I couldn't believe it it's exactly and I feel like no one's more perfect to 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 share with others the experience of whether it's being an au pair or it's being a a foreign exchange student to have that experience, to experience a different lifestyle, a different world, a different culture, and get to know, you know, be a part of a family. Like you said, that's basically, um, you know, if, if, if you get lucky or if you get, you know, I feel like most people are lucky. You get like an extension of, of your family. Yeah. And I mean, now the matching process is so different than what it was back when I, like now they video chat, they like call each other on FaceTime. And it's funny because basic, I mean, I would say 95% of my coworkers have either been a high school exchange student themselves with this company or a different one or have been an au pair. So it's so nice because during lunch breaks or when we have kind of company events, we exchange about our yeah, about our experiences abroad that we had. And it's so interesting because we're all, we all share a common interest, which is the US traveling and everyone had a different experience, but most of them were positive. I mean, basically all of them. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, it's just amazing to see how we all grew and what we took from this experience. And yeah, I can only recommend. So if you're listening, you can go ahead to my to EF and call give me a heads up or give me a call whatever yes I was gonna say like definitely tell everybody where they can go if they (laughs) if they want to go through your program and they're able to well I want to thank you so much for your time today I I was so excited about doing this conversation and I I guess I never said this in the beginning but the reason why I chose I chose Diane I chose you to come on the on the spark is because you are the first, the first foreign exchange student that I knew. And I just thought it'd be cool to just take it back to the beginning, you know, like for me, but also share like for you. I mean, I just, I think it's important too, because I think a lot of the time, especially like in the world, no matter what we're talking about, a lot of the time we hear, you know, a lot of bad things about anything it could be, but you really, you have a story that is, it's so good and it's so you know what I mean? Like you had such a positive experience and 
I just think that's so important to, to highlight those experiences and, you know, and to share it so many years later too. I think it's really special. Yeah. I mean, this was great. This was such a nice walk down memory lane and I'm always happy to kind of go back to my high school experiences and just reminisce and think about the, I don't know, all the experiences I had. And I wish I could relive some of them, you know, sometimes I just wish I could go back in time for even just for a day and be back at the seaside beach or I don't know, I have all these nice moments. I don't remember, but it was amazing. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. It was such a simple time back then. I feel too. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Diane. I really appreciate you coming on the spark and um, I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We'd love for you to join in on the conversation. If you haven't already, please rate and review this podcast. You can also connect with us on Instagram at spark underscore podcast and Facebook at the spark podcast with Megan Amy, or send us an email at hellosparkpodcast at gmail.com. And wherever you may be listening from, we hope you have the courage to be the spark.